0: Welcome everybody to the uh, Travel Royally Podcast. Today, Jeff is going to be talking with Mr. William Lumsden. Um, they're going to be talking about his life skills program that's based all about uh, the old Tom Morris legacy. Um, thank you again for tuning in and please enjoy. Welcome everyone to another edition of the Travel Royalty Podcast. Today, it's our honor to have as our very special guest, William Lumsden. William is the founder and creator of the innovative, learn from their legacy. It's a life skills program which provides fun interactive life learning experiences for primary school children using the legacy of old Tom and young Tommy Morris. Currently, he's in partnership with Aberdeen-based Bonnie Wee Golf, a golf travel company, not too dissimilar from our own. And his project is Leaving a Legacy on the Old Tom Morris Trail. It's a program for Scottish school-age children who live along the Old Tom Morris Trail, and it's designed to instruct them on the legacy of Old Tom and to give them the life skills of confidence, social interaction, communication, and teamwork.
1: William, welcome to the Travel Royalty Podcast. Well, Jeff, I'd just like to say a big thank you for inviting me on today. I'm I'm looking forward to sharing what's been an incredible journey uh, with you and your listeners uh, yeah, very keen to get started. So I uh, thank you, Cain. It's very much appreciated. It's my pleasure. We, uh, we love to provide rich content to our uh,
0: clients and prospects. And it's not just about golf. It, it's about um, things like you do, helping children uh, mature and develop to their fullest. And so we're uh, very eager to hear uh, and learn more about what you do. So I'm going to start, though, William, with
1: how did you first get attracted to the game of golf? Well, like many, I started playing the game of golf as, as a young boy. We have a local course uh, called Pokemon Country Park. So staying in central Scotland, we stay between what one is between right in the heart, between Glasgow and Edinburgh. And we used to play Pochemic. And I loved the game of golf. But what really transpired it for me was when we travelled outside and uh, I first visited Kinghorn Golf Club in Fife, an old Tom Morris golf course. I was astonished to see the quirkiness of this course, this links land that just, you know, it transformed how I seen the game of golf from knocking a wee white ball into a hole in the ground to something that was visually stunning. Uh, I came off my round at Kinghorn and to be perfectly honest, I could have scored the 100. The score didn't matter. Right. It was the experience that I had uh, playing this stunning links course and standing on T's and, and looking at the Vista over the 1st the, the or 4th and just imagining an old Tom standing there back in the day and thinking, right, we'll put a T here. We'll put a, a green here. Uh, and it really was quite a I uh, mesmerized and experience. And I knew right there and then that my type of golf was Lynx golf. Uh, it's not just a game. It's it's an experience, in my opinion. Links golf it, it stirs the soul. Yeah. So yeah, that was my first.
0: Well, I'll tell you what we uh you and I, even though this is our first time meeting face to face, it's it's something, William, that I agree a hundred percent. And for our guests, when we send them over it's not just golf we want an experience right and oh, yeah some of that's links golf um we've got an exclusive arrangement with a uh, a small tour company called walking tours of the uk and they do uh, a wee walk and a cocktail in saint andrews and we oh, use yeah. them exclusively but those are the types of things we want we want our clients to have amazing experiences and and I fell in love with Lynx Golf the first time I was there. Unknowingly, I well, I played Prestwick, which obviously was um old Tom's I guess you would call it a masterpiece back then. Yeah, yeah. And nice. th- and I had no idea at the time that um he had laid out that course. And now in subsequent visits, I feel the same way. I can't imagine him standing there and putting a stake or a feather in the ground and saying, okay, this will be a tee and let's walk over here and this will be the yeah. green. And I want a bunker over here. And, yeah, you know, and, and I know but, that yeah. he actually carried out the work there as well. It wasn't just, right. I mean, he was, he built that course by hand.
1: Yeah. And, and I recently I visited Press Week there and told that the, the, the children, the, the primary school was about, you know, you know, Tom had only built 10 holes prior to that with Alan Roberts and at Carnoustie, so Preswick was his real first attempt at building a golf course, which is a rather daunting task considering you've never done it before, and uh, to look at the links land and, and, you know, introduce not just a standard golf course, but to utilise and, and, and be an innovator uh, and, and introduce things that had never been done before. Uh, really set, as you call the master plan for golf courses going forward and and golf course design. But yeah, in 2006, I was very fortunate that um, we used to go camping quite a bit and we went to a a campsite down in uh, Dumfrieshire in Scotland to a campsite called Brickhouse Bay. And and, uh, I remember very vividly getting up on the Sunday morning thinking it would be a small pitch and putt golf course so i taken a handful of clubs with me and walked around 6 o'clock in the morning to the first tee. And I stood and looked at this most stunning course with the Isla of Aran in the background. Uh-huh. I played every hole from the white tee. I walked off straight into the small pro shop. I said to the young gent, how much is it to join here? And he says £150. I said, is that the joining fee? He said, no, that's the membership. And I said, well, you know, a strange thing, because I've just played the best golf course I'm ever going to play in my life. I joined there, and then uh, I used to leave football at half past five in the morning, travel two and a half hours to get to Brickhouse, a 100-mile drive, uh, travel 100 miles to get down to Brickhouse Bay, play a game in the morning, put a bit of lunch, practice, and then back up my road. And a lot of my friends would say, William, you're crazy, I don't go my holidays that far and you're going down just to play a game of golf. And I said, but you know, when a place gets you, it gets you. Uh, And yeah. was being, uh golf course was done that for me. It was visually stunning. You could see the sea from every tee, uh, and it just ticked all the box for me. It, it certainly wasn't golf, but it was an experience every time you stood there. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, I'll tell you what, we played Cullen this year for the first yeah. time. And... We got there, our tea time was at 9.40 on a Sunday. We got there at about 9.20. The pro shop was closed. No one's there. Um, So since we couldn't rent trolleys, we said, well, let's, we don't want to carry our bags. Let's let's lighten the load. So we played a seven club tournament, right? The four of us. Yeah. And I think it was, for me, it was the most fun I've ever had playing golf. Right, I mean, it was the views, the quirkiness, the playing over rocks, um, blind shots. It, it it was spectacular. If you yeah. if you go into it with an open mind that this is not a championship golf course, yeah, but it's a great example of using the land that's there and creating something that's not only visually stunning, but from a golfer's perspective,
1: it was a challenge as well. Yeah. I was I had the pleasure of visiting Cullen in the beginning of September, uh, and I, I arrived the night before, so I took the opportunity to walk Cullen Golf Course, and it was just right up my street. I do golf course photography as a hobby,
0: yeah.
1: uh, and the sun was coming down. I was like an absolute madman running about the golf course, trying to get pictures of this stunning yeah. uh, course and all these unique Features that it had on it, and it was just yeah, spellbinding when you're walking along some of the fairways and the sun coming down. It was catching the shadows of the fairways, and yeah, as you say, a truly unique old Tom Morris golf course, and that everyone that, ever could experience. Yeah, now have you
0: always been a golf history aficionado, or is that
1: no, no? Uh, what happened, Jeff? I. I played golf up until uh, 2013. And whilst I was at Brickhouse Bay, I got the opportunity to, to get involved in the junior development. So I sat my level one and then level two a golf coaching certificate. Uh-huh. And at the time, uh, Brickhouse Bay was a holiday park. And the minute I started to get kids involved in the game of golf, I knew that this was my path in life. It was so powerful to have that opportunity to empower young children. Yeah. So in 2013, um, I went into my work one day. I'm a steel worker, and I ruptured my bicep. Uh, So I was going to be off for quite a while, uh, getting a couple of operations. So I walked into a charity shop, and I bought the book Tommy's Honour to keep myself occupied. Now, when I read Tommy's Honour, one, I was truly astonished that we know so little about old Tom and young Tommy. But incredibly more, I was truly astonished to discover that young Tommy got married in my hometown of Whitburn, West Lothian. On the 5th of November, 1874, in a church 100 yards away from where I stay. Wow. So I read I read Tommy's Honor the book again and I thought, no, 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 there's something, there's something not right here that my town, Whatburn, has this connection to this incredible young man, and yet we grow up and know nothing about it. So I approached the local counsellor and uh, with this information about young Tommy, and they all two are one said to me, Well, who's Tommy Morris? Who's who's old Tom Morris? Who are they? And it just became apparent that, that no one knew of these incredible men. I attended my first Burns supper, and I was stunned by the passion people were shown for Robert Burns. So I took the opportunity, I went round the hall, and I asked everyone, have you heard of old Tom Morris? And to a one, everyone went, no, 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 and yeah. no one had heard of him. Uh, so that that kind of began the journey. Uh this, this connection through the Morris farmers through the marriage of young Tommy to my hometown. And the more I researched old Tommy, young Tommy's legacy, the more I knew that the story had to be told. And the best way that I could tell it was to create fun, interactive learning experiences for young children. Uh, because I just seen legacies that could have a very, very powerful impact on shaping the lives of young children. Um, and and from that day forth, I I said my, my path was going to be to create these programs and, and go forward with them. But what what led you to believe that the legacy of old Tom
0: could be instructive for the youth of today? I mean, he's been dead for 113
1: years or thereabouts. Yeah um, Well, when I done my a lot of research into old Tom and young Tommy as well, uh i just seen incredible legacies. But as I tell children, legacies don't create themselves. Legacies are shaped by life skills. So examples of that are when Tom first you know, um, went to Preswick in 1851. His livelihood depended on golfers playing the game of golf. And at the time, no one played golf in Preswick. So, you know, even his wife said, you to know, Tom, we've made a mistake coming here. You know, we're, we're homesick. Let's go back home to St Andrews. Tom could quite easily have up sticks and went, you know what, we've made a mistake. I totally agree. Let's go. Now, he persevered. He kept going at Preswick. He didn't give in. Yeah. Lo and behold, the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, they all came out to start playing the game of golf because of Tom's enthusiasm, his passion for the game. And that life skill then probably had a big impact on golf's heritage today. Simply by old Tom persevering at Preswick. You no, know, he was given the opportunity to go and work as an apprentice to Alan Robertson. Now he could have quite easily said no, but he didn't. He had the self confidence to accept that position, go forward. Um, so I just seen very very powerful legacies that could, one, use my skills as a golf coach to provide children grown up in Scotland with the opportunity to experience playing a national sport, but also to attach the legacies of these incredible pioneers to these fun activities and also introduce the life skills they displayed as well. So, yeah, it was a kind of a, a coming together of all these incredible, a big, big challenge, bearing in mind that majority of Scotland know very little about them. Yeah, one yeah one that uh, once you set yourself on that journey, I was very very passionate about seeing it right through. Well, you know, it strikes me we've been talking about Old Tom like everyone here
0: knows him as well, and in reality, they don't. So um, let me describe Old Tom for the people that are watching or listening. So Old, old Tom Morris was the keeper of the green at St Andrews, uh, but before that, as William mentioned, he was a ballmaker and a club maker for the best golfer in the world, or in Scotland at the time, mm, yeah. Alan Robertson. He apprenticed there. He he uh, started his own business. He went to Prestwick, built that club. What's amazing about Old Tom Morris, from my perspective, is um, the techniques he used uh, to of uh, top dressing greens and how he cared for a course are things that are still used to used today. So he mm, set the yeah. standard for. Um, Greenkeeping the other thing he did was that he made the old course at St Andrews playable for the growing numbers of people he cut back the gorse bushes by hand yeah. he's responsible for the double greens and and uh, eighteen holes and you know and but in addition to that he was an expert ballmaker an expert club maker and a wonderful golfer who. Yeah. Won nearly every match he ever entered yeah. as a single with Alan Robertson and with his son, young Tommy, he was, um, a, a multi-talented person. But what strikes me or the question that I come that comes out of that, William is what made him so different from his peers
1: during his lifetime? I think it was the fact that he was an innovator, uh, it's a very, very, very powerful legacy to present to young children and that uh, what defines a pioneer. You know, old Tom was a pioneer. Young Tommy was a pioneer. Young Tommy grew up in a time where, you know, society told him he couldn't achieve certain things and you know, a caddy's son Yarn, a caddy will be Tommy, but Tommy says, No, I'm gonna be a golfer. Uh, You know, that's my destiny. That's what I'm going to do. Right, And it's it's very, very important to take these legacies into the primary schools of Scotland and show that, you know, what life skills do pioneers need? You need to be self-confident. You need to believe in yourself. Uh, It's a bit like the journey I've been on, introducing these pioneering life skill programmes. You're going to get a lot of knockbacks. You're going to get a lot of no responses, and it's trying to overcome these hurdles and and and, and know that ultimately you're going to succeed. And you know it's a bit like old Tom's legacy. I don't know they had many stunning triumphs in his life, but he was also blighted, obviously, with a lot of personal tragedy. Uh, and it's overcoming. I've seen a lot of my journey and old Tom's legacy as well. Yeah. And. One of the things I tell children is a lot of times I sit facing challenges and I think myself, you know, what would old Tom Morris do? You know, what would old Tom do? Uh, And nine times out of ten when I ask myself that question, the answer becomes very, very clear. Uh, He would would keep going, he would just, you know, he would show the resilience and fortitude to, to continue, so... Yeah, he's an incredible young man, and I am truly honored and very privileged to have the opportunity to take his and his son's legacy into schools to inspire young children. eh? Well, you
0: talked about what he overcame. I mean, imagine in his lifetime, he outlived his wife and all of his children, right? He saw all of his children, he outlived all of them, which has got to be, It's hard for someone to imagine losing one child, but losing all of your children. And he had, I don't remember the number, five or six children. Um, It's remarkable what he went
1: through. Yeah, it's just, uh, and it's quite a, uh, where I come from, obviously in central Scotland, you know, they aren't known, old Tom Morris. It's, you know, you visit schools and, you know, you talk to a head teacher about old Tom Morris, and, and they just look at you and shake their head and say, Look, well, I'm sorry, but I just don't know who you're talking about. And, uh, or young Tommy Morris, you know, I, who are they? Uh, so I was very fortunate uh, in 2015, uh, and I sort delivered a, a pilot project at a golf club, a very close to me called Greenburn Golf Club. Now, at that pilot project, it was delivered over, over a week's camp, and we introduced old Tom Morris, incredible legacy. Uh, we then turned all the parents and the children up to St Andrews on the Friday, where they had an absolutely incredible day uh, at the home of golf. We got to meet Sheila Walker, old Tom's great great granddaughter. And it, it truly was, and that for me was the first project. Is there enough interest? How can I make this fun and interactive for young children? That old Tom's legacy is going to really have a very positive impact. It's not just about the golf heritage. What he achieved in golf is incredible. But it has to be a bit more about that. I just seen a legacy that life skills, pioneering spirit, you know, you know, a positive growth mindset. If you believe you can achieve and that, to me, sums up old Tom Morris. You know, he lived a life where he believed that he could achieve um, whatever he set his mind to. Well, I want to hear more about
0: um, what you see to be the, his strength of character. But one of the things that I, that I know that's interesting is he, he believed in education and, and young Tommy got a first-class education. And so I, I, it was instilled in him that he could do anything but there's a wonderful scene in the movie Tommy's Honor where he goes into the RNA and he's wearing a gentleman's clothes, and the captain of the RNA says to him, You may you may be wearing a gentleman's clothing, but make no mistake, you will never be a gentleman. Right? Like yeah. and they, they says to him, Your cat you your lot was cast before you were born. Yeah. Right? Um, and that's you know. It's very like in the U.S., we believe anyone can become the president. Right. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, if you apply yourself using the principles that you just talked about. Right. You can overcome anything. You can you can do whatever you dream. But um, it was it was tough in the 1860s, 1870s when young Tom was alive. So going back to old Tom, talk about his character and his strength of
1: character. Well, it was it was incredible. Uh, you know, as we spoke earlier on about the, the hurdles that he overcame uh to forge this incredible legacy. Uh, you know, he was, you know born in a, a poor street in, in St Andrews in North Street, grew up playing silly bodkins, uh went on to, you know, become Alan Robertson's playing partner, making feathery goal balls as well. Uh, and then to be presented with this opportunity by Colonel James Ogaby Fairley to to move to Preswick and, and and you know build a golf course and and become really you know the pioneer of Preswick that, that that's why I call old Tom the pioneer of Preswick and uh, then to move back to St Andrews in Old town and uh, and just. Oh, he's an incredible man. The, the, when I deliver these programmes, I'm, I'm very, very privileged just now to be delivering it in some of the schools across the old Tom Morris Trail. And the response you get from these children, that are who at nine o'clock know nothing about this incredible man. And by 12 o'clock, three hours later, sit certain stunned silence... Uh, Because I I don't, even the teachers are sitting there shaking their heads saying, how how do we not know this? How how do we not know about these incredible men? Uh, Now, when I first started the journey trying to get into primary schools, one of the teachers said to me, William, we can teach about Robert Burns or John Logie Baird Scottish pioneers because we know about them and we have literature we can use to educate young children on but we don't know about old Tom Morris or young Tommy. If you know them, why don't you teach it? So that was something that the seed was planted way back in 2014 for me. Uh, I initially had two pilot projects at Greenburn, and then I was delighted to deliver one in 2017 at North Berwick Golf Club. That was delivered over 10 weekends.
0: Now, that was a, a
1: massive project because... At North Berwick, I just used the legacy of old Tom Morris, no teaching about how to play the game, just the legacy of old Tom Morris and the game of golf. And I thought to myself, right, this is going to be some task because how do I keep young children engaged for 10 weekends just using the legacy of old Tom Morris and... We started off with about 12, 13 kids, and at the end, after 10 weeks, uh, we had parents coming up and thanking us, saying it was the best thing their children had ever done. And again, we finished it off with a stunning day up in St Andrews as well, uh, where the kids got to meet Sheila Walker again. Uh, But the the main thing for the the programmes I delivered was to break through into primary schools in Scotland because this is where they could have the biggest impact. Old Tom's legacy, young Tommy's legacy, get them into the primary schools of Scotland. And this is where they could have the biggest impact. Uh, and I'm delighted to say after nine years, we're, we're very close to, you know, at that stage where we're, we're making the breakthrough into primary schools. And and the, the response is incredible, Jeff. It truly is. That's fantastic. I'm, so,
0: I, I'm- I'm really excited for the work that you're doing and the work that you've done. And I, I want to shift gears for a moment. I mean, it, it, This is all on the same theme, but so tell us about, well, first of all, the Old Tom Morris Trail is a collection of 18 courses originally laid out by Old Tom, and it, it literally goes around the country, right? But how did the Old Tom Morris Trail come about, if you don't mind sharing?
1: Well, initially it was, there, was there, the, the, the idea from David Harris, who's the director of Bonnie Wee Golf. Right. Uh, he, he must have been in contact with a, a lady, uh, the secretary at Loughness New Golf Club, Mary Lou Watkins, and they must have been talking about potentially doing the old Tom Morris Trail. Now, in my pilot project at North Berwick in 2017, I got to know Mary Lou, and just by pure fate, they must have had a chat about the old Tom Morris Trail, And Mary had passed on my name and said, look, you really want to speak to William Lumsden about this? There's been a lot of incredible experiences like this along this journey. And David got in touch one day uh, a few years back and told me about the old Tom Morris Trail, how him and one of his friends were going to play that the whole trail. Uh, And just to tell me about it, and know they were going to potentially keep me informed. Now, at the time, uh, I had then made the very brave decision to pack my job in. I worked in the steelworks for 27 years. Uh, But made the decision to pack my job in to follow this journey full time. And when David told me about the old Tom Morris Trail... Uh, I had just set up a charity called the Tommy's Honour Education Trust. Uh, so David was very keen to get in touch and potentially about helping me out with the charity and, you know, forming this kind of a partnership. So I'm delighted to say in 2021, the old Tom Morris Trail was established. Uh, it is truly fantastic. Uh, Stephen Proctor had the, the, you know, the privilege of playing all the courses during the month of June. We were all totally glued to our social media channels uh, as he played every course yeah. uh, to look for his comments. And then uh, we do a video blog about the course next day. And it was magical. We were all during the month of June this year, we were all transfixed to social media uh, to hear about these incredible posts. So,
0: yeah, I don't uh, like I don't know if I told you, but I'm a member at Murray Golf Club. Right. Yeah, fantastic. You know, and um, it's funny because uh, we had a captain six or seven years back, um, John Thompson, and every month I would write a, a historical article about the club. So I was a I wasn't the official club historian, but I was doing a lot of research on the club history and yeah. uh, would write articles about old Tom visiting or um you know Harry Varden coming to visit and play there and other people but um yeah and i've played um, on that trail i think i've played all but i haven't played askernish yeah but i think and i there i think there might be one more that i haven't played but um yeah i i i love i love that and there, there i bought a book It's a rare book in that it was written by a gentleman who lives in the States in Cincinnati, Robert Kroger, and he wrote a book called The Courses of Old Tom. Yep, yep. And I had him on the podcast, but his book was fascinating as well because he played – I'm guessing – I don't know if he played every course that Old Tom designed, but – but it was, it's, it, it's, uh,
1: it was fascinating. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to say I had the pleasure to go down to Dunbar Golf Club where I met Stephen and David Harris, uh, and caddied for Stephen down at Dunbar. And it was just a, a magical few hours out on the links. Uh, we spoke about so many things, Stephen's journey to get where he is, my journey, uh, a common bond of young Tommy Morris and, uh, how we're both in our own separate ways trying to tell his story and also try and gain these incredible men, the recognition they so rich they deserve across the nation. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's truly magical, so it was.
0: Well, tell us about the project you're working on now, the Leaving a Legacy on the Old Tom Morris Trail. And also, who else have you teamed up with? I know... Uh, uh, Bonnie Wee Golf, but isn't it, I? Um, I thought there was another company out of Aberdeen that you were involved with.
1: No. Yeah, it's, so basically Aberdeen, um, the Aberdeen Golf Links Pro Am is an event run by Bonnie Wee Golf on a yearly basis, and they got in touch with me at the start of the year uh, and said they would certainly like to help uh, with my programs going forward. Now, I was totally blown away with this fantastic gesture. Uh, but back working in the Steelworks full time, this also brought challenges as well, because, uh, you know, getting the time off to go in and deliver this project, uh, may be a challenge as well, you know, when, you, when you're working full time. So I sat down with my boss, Gordon, Hannah, at work, and I told him, I said, you know, look, this is what I do. Uh, it's not going to change. Uh, you know, I just need your help and support to continue doing this. So, Gordon, as an avid golfer, was very keen to support me on this incredible journey, and to this day, I am truly grateful. So, at Aberdeen Golf Links Pro Am, the the golfers that participated very kindly donated uh, us uh, an amount of money at the end which was presented to myself. Unfortunately, I couldn't attend that week as I got COVID. Um, but this funding was quite incredible for me because at the time, back working in the steelworks, Works, I wasn't sure how I was going to take a learn from the legacy forward. We were living in very challenging times and I'm right. not really sure you know, how I would attain learn from the legacy forward. So this, this funding was an incredible lifeline for me. And I sat down and looked at the old Tom Morris Trail and I thought the best way I can utilise this money is to visit primary schools along the old Tom Morris Trail and deliver the Grand Old Man of Golf life skill programme. Now, given that it's never been done before, it, it was a, a fantastic project. But again, you're going to primary schools who know nothing about old Tom Morris. Right, and you have to convince the head teacher of that school why we should be doing this. It's not just about you know old Tom designed Morris, so we must go into the Morris primary schools. Right. It has to be more than that from head teachers. It has to be about life skills. It has to link into the curriculum as well. So then you've got to convince the head teachers. You know that. The benefits of delivering these programmes is not just about a golf history, it's about life skills, growth mindset, health and wellbeing, and also literacy and numeracy problem solving tasks that the children do. So, yeah, I, I'm sorry, I created the, the project document, uh, Leaving a Legacy on No Tom Morris Trail. And uh, after the summer months, I started making contact with the local schools on the trail. And, you know, that way, it's a bit like old Tom. I sat there and I thought to myself, you know, what are the schools going to respond? What if I don't hear nothing? It's very easy to talk yourself out of something. But again, old Tom's legacy. And I thought, what would old Tom Morris do here? Would old Tom Morris think about the negatives? or would they just go ahead and post out the letters, get in touch with the schools and make it happen? So again, I used Old Tom's legacy myself, and I just wrote to every school identified. And one by one, uh, next thing I knew, I was at Cullen Primary School, beginning of September, delivered to the P7, P6s. Uh, I then visited Preswick and Case Primary School, two deliveries there. Uh, Makarahanis Drum Lembo Primary School. A few weeks back there, I set up at one o'clock in the morning and drove the four hours down to Makarahanis during the night uh, and met the P6, P7, P5, P4 peoples, delivered the programme to these kids. And then, I would say up until a few weeks back, I went up to Dornock and delivered two Grand old Manor life skill programs at Dornett Primary School. And that's when I moved down to Lossiemouth and into Highfield Primary School in Lossiemouth. And again, uh, the response just truly incredible. Uh, Have I, you been out to Askerness yet? That's a journey. Isn't no, there? yeah, it's one of the things. It's, it's looking at the cost. Obviously, it, is, it would be a fantastic journey for me but I was trying to justify the cost and that to get there as well. It's a very small school. Uh, So looking at the cost that we get to Eskernish and then for the amount of pupils, but it's something that I hope to do in the future. Uh, I'm just going to put up some of the the, the cards that I've received lately. Through the week there, I just received this shown here. This is from the, the pupils of Drumlembo Primary School in Macrahanish, who have all drew portraits Portraits of Old Tom Morris. There's an incredible poem that they've written inside as well. Uh, A poem they've written about Old Tom and his connection to uh, Macrahanes Golf Club. Uh, And a very kind thank you letter. At Cullen Friendly School, we received these fantastic portraits. Very talented, Uh, huh? Yeah, the children drew of Old Tom Morris as well. Uh, this is another one here. Uh, yeah, so I'm I take pictures of these and I send them on to old Tom's great-great-granddaughter, Sheila Walker, uh, who is absolutely delighted that he's a great-great-grandfather's legacy is having such a powerful impact on the next generation of children growing up in Scotland. There, uh, And again, it's all thanks to David Bonniewee Golf and the golfers who participated in the Aberdeen Golf Links Pro-Am without their help and support. I, I generally don't know where le- learn from the legacy would be at present. Uh, so yeah. I, I, I'm very, very grateful and truly honoured that this opportunity ha- has presented itself.
0: That's fantastic. Well, it's, uh, you know, uh, you've got a wonderful message and a wonderful programme. How many children have you reached so far and, and what are your goals for the programme?
1: Well, in 2013, uh, sorry, uh 2018, having packed my job in uh, to set up the charity, I was very fortunate to attend uh, the premiere of the movie Tommy's Honour Honor in St Andrews. Yeah. Fun story, I managed to blag my way to the Old Coast Hotel for the Tommy's Honour after party, uh, and I met Jason Connery uh, and told him my name and what I was striving to achieve. Right away, he grabbed my hand, Tame over to Jim Kreutzer, who was the creator of the film Tommy's Honour, and said, Jim, you need to speak to this gentleman here. So, all the celebs of Scotland are walking about in this incredible room, and I'm sitting down talking to Jim Kreutzer, shaking my head, saying, What is going on here? Uh, and to be honest, I spoke about what I was doing at North Berwick and Right away, they all got in touch with me the next day and said, you know, William, this is incredible what you're doing. Please make this happen. Get this charity set up. So I made the brave decision of, you know, packing my job and in in uh, 18. We got the charity set up, the On Honor Education Trust. Uh, now, it turned a bit of time again, but one of the highlights of my life was persevering with South Ayrshire Council. In my opinion, the young children grown up in Presswick should know about young Tommy Morris. And at present, they know nothing about old Tom or young Tommy. So I paired with South Ayrshire Council and I was delighted to be presented in front of all the primary school headteachers. And two or one, they all said, well, this sounds incredible, please come to my school. So in 2020... I was absolutely delighted to go into all the schools in Presswick. Uh sorry. all the schools in Preswick, and deliver the lovely young Tommy Morris Life Skill program. Uh to about like, 220 primary seven, primary six pupils. And it was it was a magical experience for me to be in that position to not just young Tommy's legacy, but old Tom and also heritage that was sitting on our doorstep. You know, it's a bit like you know Boots, the chemist, in Preswick High Street. When the kids knew that this was once Golf House, and this is where old Tom grew up, and they're absolutely astonished that they have this incredible heritage yet you know nothing about it whatsoever. So yeah, that was and a, the a Red very...
0: Lion Inn, right? What's that? Sorry, Red Lion Inn in Preswick too. Yeah, has yeah a... the Red Lion Inn. Know.
1: One of the people said that her Uncle owned the inn. I said, well, your uncle owns a very, very uh, famous inn. Uh, it's just when the children realise that they stay in a very, very important place in the world, uh, yeah. you know, I, I, as I tell them, you know, young Tommy, you know, we're sitting in the, the schools at Press Week. Now these kids are maybe, you know, a year, maybe nine, ten years of age. And I tell them the story about young Tommy who could be sitting in that group but at an early age, young Tommy knew his path in life. You know, you know, as you said earlier on with the film, your station was set in light before you were born, son. Young Tommy knew I'm gonna be a golfer. You know, and it's a very powerful message to sit with the children of Presswick and say, look, you know, young Tommy was like there could be a young Tommy sitting within any years. So yeah, that was a, a certain highlight for me. I uh, delivered that uh, prior to the pandemic. Sadly, the very last delivery, was the day the schools went into lockdown, and with no source of income coming in through for the charity or any potential outlet into schools, the decision was made to close the charity down uh, in 2021. Uh, so. Yeah, it was quite a tough one, uh, but we were living in challenging times. So, uh, Are you headed
0: yeah. to charity back up now,
1: or no? Yeah, no. No, unfortunately, what happened was I'm back working in the steelworks, Jeff, uh, full time. But one of the the main things in 2021, it was old Thomas Bicentenary. Right. And... Having the Grand Old Manor life skill program there, Grand Old golf life skill program, I thought to myself, William, although you're back working full-time in the steelworks, you still have a fantastic opportunity to honor the Grand Old golf's bicentenary here. So I made the decision, I love walking, and I thought, right, how can I do this? What can I do to 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 pay my respects to this incredible man? And I thought, Right, I'm going to walk from Presswick to St. Andrews. So in the June, uh, I set off and I walked from Presswick to St. Andrews. It took me five days to do it. I had a backpack with a tent and all my camping utensils in it. I slept overnight in my tent. Uh, But when I got to St. Andrews, I'm delighted to say it generated roughly about £800 pounds in funding from a small Facebook page that I set up and this funding allowed me to take the Grand Old Man of Golf Life Skill Programme into primary schools in the Edinburgh and Presswick. So I delivered this bicentenary project to about 150 primary seven children and I was truly astonished that out of 150 children I received 147 handwritten letters wow. from these children thanking me for what has been a life-changing experience for them. Yeah. Now, I was totally blown away with this. The words contained within the pages written by these children brought a tear to my eye. Uh, and, you know, the feedback I received from the teachers as well, saying, well, you know, this is your path in life. You should be doing this as a living uh and i said yeah whilst i, I, I truly agree uh, uh you know but uh yeah that, that was really a defining moment uh, you know well basically. i've got
0: to, you know the lessons that that you're teaching these kids um are powerful and sometimes um hearing it from you versus their teachers uh their their ears are more open their mind is more open if you will because it's not their teacher telling them right it's It's someone from outside of the school. But I I want to ask a question. Is there a story that you can relate to us about old Tom Morris that would surprise most people?
1: Well, I would like to share with you. I was thinking about this one, and there's a story I would love to share with you. It's not so much about old Tom Morris. It's more about his great-great-granddaughter. And in 2015, when this was just the seed of an idea, uh, I got up one Saturday morning and I had no intention of going to St Andrews whatsoever. I knew of Sheila Walker, his great-great-granddaughter, but I didn't know her. And I got up and I got a kind of a cold shiver down my spine and I I turned to my wife and I said, would you like to go to St Andrews today? She said, why? And I told her about Sheila Walker and she says, well, do you have a meeting with her? And I said, no. She said, do you know her? I said, no. She said, well, you're going yourself because I'm I'm sorry, but on you go. So I drove up to St Andrews, Jeff, And I parked the car and I walked over Granny Clark's winding, and I thought to myself, what am I doing? So I got to the Tom Morris shop and I walked through the tunnel and I rang the doorbell. And the door opened and it was like Tom Morris standing there looking at me. And I simply said to Mrs Walker, I'm William Lumsden. I come from Whatburn and West Lothian. So Miss Walker said to me, William, could you come back in five minutes? So I walked away shaking my head thinking, what am I doing? What is happening here? And I went back five minutes later and Sheila was standing at the door. She says, I'm a very, very strange thing here. But the one person we never talk about is Margaret Drinan from Whatburn, young Tommy's wife. And I have two friends in for lunch and we were talking about Margaret Drinan. And then my doorbell rang and there's a stranger standing at my door. She says, he's William Lumsden and he comes from Whatburn in West Lothian. So right away, I'm thinking, oh, oh, and then she said, my second thing, what, what brought you here today? And I said, well, Miss Walker, I can assure you, when I got up this morning, I had no intention to come to St Andrews, but something just told me to come here today because I have something I want to tell you. She said, well, well I'm going to tell you another strange thing, she said, but I have a house in Edinburgh and I spend maybe one, two weekends a year in St Andrews. I'm only here today because my friends organised this surprise lunch. So it's very, very strange that you got up this morning with no intention of being here. Had it been any other weekend, we would never have met. She says, so I'm going to invite you into the Tom Morris house. And it was just one of those surreal moments where, you know, you thought, whoa, this is just incredible. So, yeah, we are into the Tom Morris house and I just couldn't believe what was happening on that Well, she
0: still owns the building. Right, that his yeah. shop was in, and she lives above the old shop that's now occupied by the RNA.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, RNA does. Yeah, and uh I I walked about totally spellbound and and you know, listening to Sheila talk about old Tom and and then we sat down at the table and she says, What is it you want to tell me, William? And I says, Well, Mr. Walker, I just discovered my hometown's connection to your family through the marriage of young Tommy. Uh Now, I swear to you, I said, I don't know how it's going to take me or how long, but I am going to get your great, great grandfather and young Tommy's legacy into the primary schools of Scotland. And I am going to inspire the next generation from the legacy of these incredible men and also gain them the recognition across areas of Scotland that they so richly deserve. And one St. Andrews, everyone knows about Old Tom and and Young Tommy, but where I come from and what they know nothing of them, uh, and fate has decreed that I have no opportunity to change that. Uh, and she was absolutely delighted with what I presented to her, and she's been a constant source of inspiration uh, from that day forth. So. Yeah, I hope that kind of answers the, the story. I just I know it's not old Tom, but no, no, no,
0: it's fantastic because I think, uh, you know, I, I, I've heard that she goes up to St. Andrews from Edinburgh um, yeah. and uh, takes care of the graves of old Tom and young Tom, make sure that they're, the paint's not chipped off or that the, yeah. the grass has been kept up and, you know, make sure that the graves yeah. are looked after. And I know that. I've I haven't seen her personally but I've seen pictures of her um looking out of her window at the old course and it's uh it, it's just remarkable she's uh
1: um yeah it, she's, she's a remarkable lady every time I, yeah I mean all that the schools that I visit as well you know I take pictures off of some of the drawings I've just shared with you and some of the, the inspirational word written by the children and I keep her updated and she always she doesn't do email and stuff like that. You always get a handwritten letter back and, and saying, "Oh, welcome! This is fantastic. Thank you very much." And yeah, so it inspires me to keep going as well. She truly is a, a remarkable, uh, remarkable lady. Well,
0: I'll tell you what. I obviously you were impacted um, very profoundly by your interaction with her. But is there a is there a child or a group of children? that you recall being especially impacted by your program, Keep, uh, a group or a person, a child that stands out?
1: Yeah, I think, to be honest, with you, the, the, the Bicentenary Project, when I delivered uh, the young Tommy Morris life skill program to uh, the, the, the children growing up in Presswick, it's all about aspirations, it's about inspiration, it's about, you know you know, following your path in life. But is it the grand old man? I had never delivered it before. So I was a bit apprehensive, you know. You know, people say, it was the grand old man of golf. How, how how could I make old Tom's legacy so fun, so full of interaction uh young children, you know, young children growing today are all into technology and stuff like that. So how could I make old Tom's legacy engaging, interactive, uh to you know to to capture these children. So I think when I delivered the bicentenary project um 2021, it was a big, big thing because the response from the children that went through that determined whether I went forward with learn from the legacy. Um, I was very much at a crossroads where sadly I was thinking about, you know, maybe it's time just to to pack this in because I couldn't see a way forward with it. And when I received the letters from these children who, prior to me going in, knew nothing about old Tom Morris. And for young children today who are so you know, technology driven, to sit with pen and paper and write such powerful, incredible words about old Tom and young Tommy and about what they've learned from his incredible legacy. It really was a defining moment for me, and I thought, William, shame on you for even thinking about packing this in. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to go forward with it, uh, but you have been given this opportunity to use old Tom's legacy and young Tommy, and you are going to go forward with it. And I'm delighted to say with Bonnie Wee-Golf and the Aberdeen Golf Links Pro-Am support, uh, that that I'm living, I'm living my dream at present. That's one of the things I share with young children. You know, never ever give up because yeah. you know if you aspire, if you believe, you can achieve it. Uh, yeah. Um. How
0: much money do you need to run the program on an annual basis? And as an example, like how much would it cost for you to take the the time to go up to Astronaut?
1: Askernash, yeah, you are talking possibly the, the journey there and the problem with Askernish is it's only one school. It's a bit like when I travelled up to Dornok and I included that within four days to make it cost effective. Basically what I done was I done two deliveries at Dornock and then two deliveries at Hythill Primary School in Lossiemouth to make the trip more cost effective. Rather than just go up. So, the problem with a place like Askernish is it only has one primary school. Uh, So, it's a long, long way to go, and the costs attached to it for a very small uh, amount of children. You're looking at potentially maybe about £500 to travel to Askernish and deliver the Grand Old Manny Golf Life Skill Programme. But yeah, this funding I received from Bonnie Wee Golf, it it,
0: it
1: reignited the passion in me. Uh, but again, like I said, at the start, it's okay creating projects. But the reality is you've then got to try and convince head teachers who not not know nothing about old Tom, why we should be doing this. So what I do when I go into school, Jeff, is I use my golf skills. So we provide the kids all day. So I'm in there from nine o'clock to three o'clock all day. So the kids partake in fun golf themed activities. Now what we do is we separate the class into four groups. So you have the old Tom Morris group, young Tommy Morris group, the Alan Robertson group and the Willie Park group. So they take part in fun golf themed activities throughout the whole day. Now attached to these activities are fun problem solving tasks that the children have to complete. They each get their own problem solving booklet. And when they complete these fun activities they then have to work as a group, improve their teamwork, communication, social interaction skills to complete the tasks that are, you know, in their, their booklets. Uh, so it's a great way. One teacher at Los Angeles just said, no, well, um, these activities are absolutely fantastic. The way you're, you're, you're using the game of golf, so the kids are actually getting to play golf as well, you know, and they're getting the health and uh, well-being benefits of running about and and being active, but you've also got problem-solving in there, you've got teamwork, you've got the compassion, respect. And one of the things, after we have a life-skill chat about old Tom, Jeff, is, you know, I sit and remind the kids that after the day that I've just delivered, every one of the kids in the class has just displayed the exact same life skills as old Tom. Right. To complete what we have just done today, every one of you has been confident. You've all displayed perseverance and resilience to overcome the, the, the challenges, to overcome the problem-solving tasks. So you have the same life skills as old Tom Morris. And the response to that receives from children is like, wow, so I have. You know, I, if I believe I can achieve as well, like old Tom, Uh, And it's very, very powerful. I I put a post on Twitter recently. Now, when I deliver the Grand old Man of Golf Life School programme, I always take half an hour prior to the break. I bring every one of the class children in. I sit them down. And for half an hour, I tell them about young Tommy Morris. And you have a class of, say, 30 primary seven kids who are chatty, chatty chatty and the minute I start talking about young Tommy Morris within seconds you have silence yeah it is truly incredible the teacher said my well, I don't know what you do or how you do it but I've never seen my my people so engrossed and engaged they were hanging on every word that you said about young Tommy Morris who prior to today they knew nothing about whatsoever yeah so it's quite incredible, and I'm very, very passionate about, you know. How
0: can our listeners and viewers support your program? Is there a way that they can
1: make donations? Or, Well, yeah. at present, I'm not a registered charity. I, it's simply I learn from the legacy uh, life school programs, which are delivering in schools. Uh, this During the winter, I'm going to look to getting a website set up uh, so that people can go on our website and, and, and look at some of the testimonials from the children, the class teachers, the head teachers as well, uh, and they can see for themselves the very positive impact these programmes are making on young children. Uh, you know, I'm delighted to say I'm going to get ongoing support uh, next year from Wee Golf as well, and the Aberdeen Golf Links pro that I'm already looking at uh, an incredible project as well as continuing along the old Tom Morris Trail. One project that I have still to deliver is this incredible connection to Young Tommy and West Lothian, where I grew up. Now, within West Lothian, there is multiple areas of deprivation. Now, what an incredible opportunity to take the legacy of a young boy young Tommy Morris into the schools, into areas of deprivation across West Lothian to inspire young children that regardless of where you grow up, regardless of what you've been told, if you believe in yourself, you can achieve. So that's a project that I'm thinking uh, potentially about delivering uh, next year as well, uh, alongside the old Tom Morris Trail the more we get young Tommy's legacy into the primary schools and inspire young children, the brighter a future we as a nation are going to have. It's as simple as that. Young children and yeah. them, uh, and they can be what they want to be. So, if you follow me, I do. I do have a Twitter and a social media, uh, you know, Facebook page. Uh, Learn from the legacy. It's called. And if anyone is is wants to get in touch with me, uh, I'm delighted to pass on my details. Uh, any donation is, is more than welcome, uh, and and I my, my guarantee is that we'll have a positive impact uh, as we go along the schools in Scotland. Well, with
0: your web with your website's up. You will you be able to make donations there. I hope.
1: Yeah, yeah, there'll, there'll be a part of that where you can make a donation, and uh, yeah, again, this is all just came about that quickly as well. As I said, it was the Bicentenary Project last year that really reignited the flame in me. And I thought, you know, what an opportunity here. So, uh, And then this year, again, all possible as well because I all back working full-time, the Steelworks, my manager, Gordon, is allowing me the time off to deliver these programmes in the primary schools as well. So I'm a very, very fortunate man, uh, Jeff, and uh, I truly appreciate get uh, and I thank you today it has been a pleasure well, I've got one last question before you go and that is
0: you know we bring a lot of people over to play golf in Scotland what advice do you have for people coming for the first time to Scotland to experience Lynx golf
1: Lynx golf in Scotland the game the game is ingrained in our heritage in Scotland this is not just uh, you know golf it's part of our culture uh but when you come over, it's prepare yourself for this, this herit, this this experience that's going to go deep within your soul. I, when I played links golf, uh, it stirred the soul in me. You know, it was a visual experience. It was you know you're playing all these stunning links courses, and to be honest, I think sometimes it's better to put the scorecard down and just enjoy what lies in front of you. Uh, and take away the, the comradeship the people you're going to meet you're going to get a fantastic welcome at every course that you play you're going to meet so many incredible people that will like me just talk golf and talk you know talk with passion about this incredible game that that has had a big impact on my path in life and I look forward to wherever it leads so yeah prepare yourself for a life changing experience when you come to Scotland to play the a national sport. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that those sentiments. I um, I'm
0: always excited to call our clients when they return to hear how the trip went. Um, typically they're texting me during the during the, the course of their trip. I remember we had a group yeah. back recently and they had played we couldn't get them on the old course through the ballot. So they played Panmuir. Right, yeah, Open by Karnusti and um they sent a text, and they were they said, we're actually grateful we didn't play the old course because if we'd have played the old course, we wouldn't have been able to have enjoyed our best round our most fun round of golf ever at PAM. You know. so yeah, I'll
1: share with the story of uh in two thousand and nineteen. Uh, I had this crazy idea of, you know, old Tom and Molly Park used to play these incredible challenge matches, 144 holes. So they used to play Presswick, Musselbrand, North Berwick St Andrews. So I came up with this crazy idea. I thought, you know what, I wonder if we could play Presswick, Musselbrand, North Berwick, St Andrews in one day. Uh, and the first, even when I spoke to Murray Bothwell about it, you know, that the response was, well, I hope you've got a big helicopter because I don't know how you, how you can make this come about. But, you know, that way, again, you're thinking about old Tom and you're thinking, well, you know, Tom, old Tom came up with an idea. He certainly wouldn't go, ah, oh, you know, we we'll just forget that. So I went forward with it and I spoke to David Fleming, the poet Presswick, and Martin Hush, the poet North Berwick. They put the idea to him. I said, look, guys, think about this here. If we start at Presswick early enough in the morning, travel through, play Musselburgh, North Berwick, and then we get the boat over to St Andrews later on, this could be done. So I'm delighted to say on the 25th of July 2019, eight of us, four professionals and four um, hackers that I call myself, uh, we teed off at Presswick at half past four in the morning, played Presswick, travelled through, played Musselburgh, then down to North Berwick, but sadly, the day before we were supposed to uh, take part in this, the the gentleman that done the boat trip phoned me and says, there's a big swell out at sea, so unfortunately we can't take the boat out. Uh, so this going to be a they put a kibosh in the works. So what we done was we went down to North Berwick, we played the West Links at North Berwick, and then we jumped in the bus again, which was very kindly donated by a company in North Berwick called Muirfield Travel. So they put up there, gave us the bus for the full duration of the trip. We then travelled over St Andrews and we played the new course in St Andrews and we finished about 11 o'clock at night on the Swilkin Bridge. So we done Presswick, Musselburgh, North Berwick and the new course in one day. Uh, we finished with a pint in the New golf Club uh, and a wee selfie on the swalkin Bridge and uh, and slept for about two days afterwards. <laughs> Truly really fantastic experience. So <laughs> I've never picked up a goal club since. <laughs> well, that's
0: an, that's an amazing uh, – I've never played that much
1: golf uh, in two days, let alone in one day. So Yeah, it just – you know, that way you get an idea. It's a bit like the, the project, the Leaving the Legacy project. You just – an idea comes to your mind, and you just think, wow – uh, and it's that positive growth mindset. Where, well, if you believe it, you can achieve it. And I've had a lot of that in this journey. Where if, if you think it, go ahead and do it. And because old Tom Morris certainly wouldn't say, "Oh no, laddie, just get a miss It would be like, "Right, come on, let's make this work." So, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm very blessed with some incredible, uh, moments. I'm sorry. I put myself on mute. There was a train going by. <laughs>
0: I'm listening, but I'm speaking. I can see the look on your face. You couldn't hear me. Yeah. Thank you very much for being our guest today. You're fantastic. The, the program that you have is going to have a great impact on the youth in Scotland. And uh, we'll be certain to make a donation to you to help uh, reach those children. And uh, thank you
1: again for, for being our guest today on the Travel Royalty podcast. No, Jeff, thank you. It's been an absolute honor and a privilege to come on and just speak about the incredible journey and uh and also to to thank Bonnie golf and Aberdeen golfers who all played an event and very kind of donated. I look forward to attending the Gala dinner on the twentieth of April this next year to share with them the positive impact that the very kind donation of has made and hopefully we'll make uh in 2023 going forward. So, but I thank you, Ken. It's been an absolute honor and a privilege for me to come on tonight. So uh, thank you. It's been our pleasure. Thank you.
0: We want to thank William for coming on the podcast today. I know Jeff always loves having an excuse to talk about young and old Tom Morris. Uh, we appreciate the work you're doing, William. Uh, everybody, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time.